What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing Club Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Irving, here with you for another fantastic episode, if I do say so myself. Today, Sean Walshef from Cali Barbecue Media is joining me, and we're talking about marketing, ghost kitchens, and more marketing. A lot of social media and what we're doing to market businesses and what you can take away and go do in your business as well. Fantastic episode. Sean is a great follow if you're following him on Instagram. Or if you're not following him on Instagram, go check it out. We also talk a lot about TikTok and video. This is a great episode if you're a business and you want to figure out what is working today or, you know what, what can I do to make my business stand out? What platform should I use? How should I attack those platforms? We're talking all about that in today's episode. And if you need some advice, check out our daily email. It's not necessarily, I don't know why I call it daily email, just something I thought of because it could be daily, but it's generally not. A couple times a week, I send out a thought, a strategy, an idea, a tip, bruceirving.com, no, thebruceirving.com forward slash daily email if you want to sign up for that. Don't sell anything in there. I mean, I put a link to our mastermind group if you need some help for that or coaching if you want, but it's very much, you don't have to watch that if you don't want to or read that. It's The email itself is just an idea, a thought, a strategy, a tip, an article that I thought was fascinating that you should read. So if you want some help and you want some advice and you want some a little bit of motivation in the morning, thebruceirving.com forward slash daily email to sign up for that. If you do need help though, we can help you with your marketing, with a little bit of motivation in our mastermind group. We have some courses available. So head over to the website when you're done listening to this podcast and check out everything we have for you over there. All right, let's get into today's episode with Sean from Cali Barbecue Media. I think you're gonna really like this one. All right, welcome back to the podcast. My friend Sean from Cali Barbecue Media is joining me on the show today. I'm excited to catch up with Sean. It's been a while, but I love following Sean on social media. He has great advice. He's a business owner himself, so he's not just bullshitting you, telling you what you want to hear. He actually does it himself. So, Sean, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Bruce, I love the show. I'm honored to be back. Thanks for having me, man. We're trying something out new here. Sean is the perfect guest for me to test things out with because he's open for anything marketing-wise and to help get the word out. So we are streaming this live to TikTok. So if you want to go over to our TikTok, I'm not exactly sure, Sean, to be honest with you, how the lives work on TikToks, but we're trying this thing out here. I love it. Let's do it. So if you want to, I don't know if you can watch the replay, but listen, maybe we'll do this in the future. We'll stream it live on TikTok. I have the technology to do that here in the office. So I said, Sean, we're going to try this out. And he's like, let's do it. I, I'm excited. So Sean, what do you, what have you been up to lady? I, I feel like you got a bazillion things going on. We have a bazillion things. So we're building the Amazon prime of barbecue in San Diego. So we have a barbecue media business. We have two video podcasts that we produce on a weekly basis, one called digital hospitality, the other one called restaurant influencers, the restaurant influencers just launched. And that's with entrepreneur magazine and with Yelp. That's great. Uh, Toast toast is the primary sponsor of that. But you know, our barbecue business is literally for 12 years, we built a full service restaurant and sports bar in a difficult part of San Diego. And in order to thrive and succeed, we had to get people to care about what we were doing. We had to go all in on on marketing. We did all different types of marketing, failed at all of it, and eventually figured out that this thing that we many people take for granted, this technology that we have in our pocket, the smartphone, all of these apps, um, it's a great way for a business owner to share their story online. And we started doing that and eventually became a media company. And now we're teaching other business owners, restaurant owners. Um, it's, it's bigger than restaurants. It's bigger than bars. It's bigger than nightclubs. I mean, this is a global thing. If you have the internet, you have the ability to share your story online, to make a podcast, to do a TikTok video, to post on LinkedIn, to post on Instagram. I mean, the internet wants content and it wants original content, right. real content. 
you know what? I need some tips from you. I feel like you are the most organized person or you have to be the most organized person <laughs> in the world or you just don't sleep because you got two podcasts, a couple of restaurants, you do coaching, you do all this stuff. Do you sleep at all or like what's going on there? So sleep is very important. Yes, I, I have two small children. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. We put them down, try to get down by 8.30 and then I try to be down, uh, me and my wife, before 9.30. I'm, I'm up every morning by 4 a.m. Uh, for me, that's my protected time. I have from 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. before the kids get up. That's my my mind, body, and spirit. So I, I do a sunrise gratitude routine. I read. I, I journal. Um, and I also work out. So yeah, I love that. Me, I see uh, I see your your post to Instagram sometimes, your 4 o'clock thing. And I'm like, damn, yes. I don't know how he does that. <laughs> but you're in California. So in Boston, it's 4 a.m. It's dark and 4 degrees out. It's a little bit harder yeah, to do that here. It is different. Yeah. I mean, the, the coldest it gets for us is like in the 40s. And we start bitching and complaining here in San Diego. So I hate you. I know we're spoiled. It is spoiled. spoiled, but you opened up a barbecue place in San Diego. So that probably was challenging in and of itself, right? Is barbecue a, a hot commodity in San Diego? Yeah. You know, when we opened, it was a, we took over a breakfast concept and we added a sports bar, full liquor license. And we wanted to, you know, have a place that people could watch, um, NFL Sunday, uh, games kick off at 10 AM for us. And oh, we wanted right. to have a great breakfast and a family friendly place. And barbecue really wasn't even in the equation until about a year into to running the restaurant and figuring out, well, we really need a point of differentiation and doing great barbecue is hard to do. Like learning the craft of low and slow barbecue of actually using wood, um, actually using quality meats, quality cuts. Um, for us, that was a challenge, but we also something that we thought that if we do this really well, we can get people to care about our brand and care about what we're doing because there wasn't a lot of craft barbecue in San Diego yeah. um, at the time. What was that? What year did you open? We opened in 2008. Okay, so you've been open for a while now. And now you have a couple, is it Yeah, two? we have three locations. Yeah. So we have two uh, ghost kitchen locations. Um, those are in cloud kitchens, 200 square feet, delivery only and takeout. And then we uh, have a location at VA Haas Arena. So we're getting ready this week. We're going to be serving um, slow smoke pulled pork sandwiches and brisket sandwiches for the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament, oh, wow, that's cool. um, which kicks off. And then we're also opening up another two locations in Snapdragon Stadium, which is replacing where Qualcomm was, where the Chargers used to play. It's the new uh, SDSU Aztecs uh, football stadium. Nice. And your cloud kitchens, those are relatively new for you, right? Yeah, those are new. So we opened our first cloud kitchen in the pandemic. That was February of 2021. Um, that was, so we've had one year of operating Cali barbecue and Cali wings, um, two brands out of one, one kitchen. And then we're about to open up by San Diego state, another location. That's great. What do you think the future is for locations? Do you think if you open more locations in the future, they're going to be more the cloud ones or the more the full service ones? You know, I, th it's a great question. And I, I, I've been thinking about it with our team and we're really, the most important thing is that we don't box ourselves in yeah. with how we deliver barbecue. That's why we say the Amazon of barbecue. We believe the Amazon of barbecue. If you want great barbecue and you order it on your phone, our job is to figure out a way to get it to you. And our market right now is San Diego. So how do we do that to the 3.3 million people here in San Diego? We have to have distribution points. And whether that's a brewery, whether that's a stadium, whether that's a ghost kitchen, um, whether that's a partnership with a university, you know, we're open to all partnerships. Basically, the more my job is to to get more meat onto the smokers. So yeah. add more smokers, get more old hickories and figure out the distribution point so that every day we're sending out great barbecue. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, a lot of people ask me that, too. Like, hey, what do you think? Should I open a pizza? Because we talk a lot about pizzas in, on our podcast and um, people are like, should I do 
the full service pizzeria or should I do a takeout one or should I do slices or what should I do? And I'm like, you know what? I think there will be a point in time in the future where, I don't know, I feel like part of me thinks that the younger generation of folks don't associate food with going out to eat at a restaurant like we did or the older generation does. So I think it'll start to get, it'll be harder and harder for you to compete for those people who actually do still go out. But I think we're a long way away from it being a point where people are like, I don't want to go out to eat anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's just, it's so important that restaurant owners, pizza owners, that we just understand that we can't discriminate how people eat our food. Like we can't, the, the amount of work and time and effort and all the money that we spent trying to get people to drive to a, you know, an undesirable part of San Diego County to come and line up for brisket on an NFL Sunday. And now it's like, I can't, I, I, it just doesn't work like that anymore. We got it. The most valuable thing that everyone has is time. Yeah. Do you, so your cloud kitchen, do you do your own delivery or do you have like the, uh, we do our, party? so, Oh no, we don't do Yeah. So we partner with Uber eats, uh, DoorDash and Grubhub. Um, we do that at all, all of our locations, um, because it's economical. Um, you know, for us, the, the economics of doing our own delivery do not make sense. We're going to leverage technology. We're going to build on the backs of giants. Um, that's why we have partnerships with all the biggest delivery services here in San Diego and whatever market we go to, because if we're partners with them and if we develop human relationships with people within the organizations, then they're much more likely to help us appear better on the app. You know, we've been working with the Uber Eats team and they've been doing a phenomenal job giving us all kinds of access to marketing, which is available to all the operators, but you just have to ask and you have to develop these relationships. And so much of what, you know, I just got back from, from Vegas speaking at Miratech, which is the multi-unit restaurant technology conference. And, what we've been able to do as a single unit barbecue restaurant before we added our ghost kitchen locations is understand that our story matters. Anyone that's listening to this podcast, your story matters, your story in your business matter, all the decisions that you make, all the vendors that you pick, those matter. You took the time and effort to pick these people. If you pick those people and you use content, use that smartphone and you start to share the story of why you picked that person, well, most of you are going to say, well, well, who the fuck cares? Like, why was any, why would anyone care about my point of sale system? Like no one's coming to buy a point of sale system from me, Sean. Well, because we've been willing to share it, it generates the fact that we're educating our customer, but guess what? Our customer knows other restaurant owners, other restaurant owners follow our Instagram account. Now I have people all over San Diego, actually all over the country that will send me a message on TikTok. They'll send me a message on LinkedIn asking about toast. Hey, we're with Aloha. I saw your video of you unboxing your toast equipment. And that video, that wasn't to sell more ribs. That was to develop a deeper relationship with toast. It was to develop deeper relationships with other restaurant owners all over the globe. Anyone that has the internet can search for that and go, hey, we want to have better technology. What technology is out there? Create content, share that story. You're very open to partnering with these big companies that a lot of businesses are afraid to deal with, right? Like Uber Eats and Yelp and not so much toast because they're a point of sale system that a lot of operators use, but those third-party platforms, Yelp, the review yes. sites, the DoorDashes, Ubreach, you're very open to partnering with them and working with them, whereas a lot of other business owners are like, get them away from me. Correct. And, and I, I like think- that. You're open to it. It's, it shows that you're willing to take chance and, and see where it goes. Well, at the, at the end of it, 
humans are the heart of technology. So a technology company is only going to be good as the humans behind it. And they need to have relationships and they, in order for them to grow, in order for them to get more products to more restaurant owners or small business owners, they need stories. And the stories are going to be the products like me telling the story is a lot different than their marketing team or their social team coming up with a video telling a restaurant owner what they should have. Right. No, I actually pay for the product. I pay for the Yelp content that we use. We use Yelp Connect in our restaurant and it's great business social because it pushes to a direct consumers right around the neighborhood of our restaurant. So I know that the content that I'm putting there is actually getting seen by people that have bookmarked our page or have written a review for our page. So for me, it's a very valuable tool. It's much more valuable for me to talk about that than for them to have somebody on their team talk about how great their technology is. Right. Speaking of technology, you're very heavy into using social media and technology. I just looking while you were talking there, I was just looking back. We did a podcast back in together back in 2020, which really believe, was that believe, long ago. Yeah, it was June of 2020. I feel like we hang out all the time. I, I know. Well, we do online, right? We do online. Yeah, so that's, that's like that's, it's. I was just looking. I was like, holy crap! It was 2020 when we did that podcast, and I can't wow. remember if back in 2020. I know you were heavily into social media and Instagram, and you do a lot of podcasting and YouTube and all of the platforms. But I can't remember if back in 2020 you were into TikTok, but you certainly are now. Yeah, no, I would say TikTok, we kind of leaned all in. Maybe yeah, maybe it was towards the end of 2020, 2021, I think is when we started realizing that video, short form video that TikTok was dominating. That's when, you know, Instagram Reels started to yeah. really push push forward and then we started experimenting with YouTube Shorts and um yeah, for us, it's it, people, it's amazing how many experts are on the internet and how many PR firms and social media agencies <laughs> swear and they literally steal money from restaurant owners and small business owners trying to tell them that they have the secrets. Right. When there, There's no fucking secret to no. social. The secret to social is do it. Yep. Do what other people are unwilling to do. You know, be uncomfortable. If you're willing to be uncomfortable, if you're willing to share that you're uncomfortable and you're willing to consistently do that, guess what? You get better at doing it. Yeah. The same way you've built your podcast, the same way you've built your audience, the same way you've built your email list, like your content that I've been following, it continues to get better. You're sharpening the saw. You continue to add value to people. And that's why people tune into your show. That's why people are fired up to follow you. Okay. You know, you posted something. I'm loving your tweets. And guess what? It's not that your tweets are getting thousands of reposts. No. But I enjoy them and I retweet them because it's important information to me. And you have to have the courage to do that. Right. And that's what I try to teach restaurant owners and small business owners. It's like so much of what we did and so much of what we've done over 14 years, no one gave a shit about. There's still stuff that we do that <laughs> yeah. no one gives a shit about. It's that. Like every day. It's like, you know, I have to question myself. Like even before Mirtech, before my speech, I did a video for TikTok about, you know, the, the content that I was going to be talking about. And I still was uncomfortable about doing it. It's like, should I do it? Do I sound like an idiot? Like, okay, whatever, I'm going to do it. And then I do it and I post it on LinkedIn. I post it on TikTok, post it on Instagram reels. And it's like, now I have that I've documented. This was me before, you know, the speech that I gave at mirror tech. So it's like, I have to take my own advice yeah. sometimes and get out of my own way and go, who cares? You Just do. do it. It's so true. Like there's no, there's always self doubt, no matter how much you've done it, or I don't really want to say like how many followers you have, because that doesn't really matter. Like, but there's yeah. always that self doubt that creeps into your head before. I mean, listen, I've done like 
500, 600 podcasts. <laughs> Part of me still hopes that every guest cancels before the podcast starts because I don't want to do it. You know, even though I enjoy it when I get on here and I love talking yeah. to people, there's always like that, oh my God, I get a little bit nervous. I, I'm like, Part of me is like, I hope they just email me and cancel. It's going to be so much easier for me if they do that, even though I enjoy the podcast. So, and that's me after doing 600 episodes. It never goes away. There's always like a little part yeah. of that self-doubt. But you have to get past that and do it anyway because like you said a few seconds ago, the only real way to get better at TikTok or Instagram or whatever it is, is to do more of it and then go back and analyze what you did and what trend worked or what couple videos worked why did they work like what timing did you do it on what music did you use what hashtags did you use and do more of those like there's no there's there's philosophies but there's no like directions yeah i mean the problem is everyone wants the silver bullet yeah you know, what's the silver bullet and what's the hack and how do i build a funnel to get people to buy my shit and then i can check it off the box and say yes i'm doing marketing well like doing marketing well and doing branding well, that doesn't happen overnight. Right. We're all learning how to tell our story. And as our story evolves, we have to change the story so that we can update where we are personally, where we are professionally, where our team is, the things that we want to talk about, the things that we want to highlight. And the more reps that you put in, the better you get at doing it. Yeah. Do you, do you, are you the leading force in that in your team or is somebody else kind of pushing you to do things? I'm definitely the, the it's it's it comes from my grandfather's spirit so it's the mamba the bulgarian mamba in my life that always be curious always be learning always be asking questions um you know never stopping and understanding that like we figured it out yeah. we haven't figured i mean we opened as a breakfast restaurant and like now i'm talking about that we're the amazon of barbecue and we're a barbecue media company i mean so fucking far 14 <laughs> years of, of where we yeah. were when we started to where we are now and you know, I'd be naive to say that in five years, it's going to be the same thing that we're talking about. If, if it is the same thing, then then we haven't grown. Yeah, that's the you true know? point right there is like if you're doing the same thing you're doing five years from now, I mean, it may be working, but eventually it's going to catch up to you because it happened to a lot of pizzeria owners. 2020 happened and it caught up to them. They weren't doing social media. They didn't have a good digital presence. They didn't have a good website. They didn't have a good way of communicating outside of the Internet or on the Internet rather. Yeah. with their customers and 2020 happened and they were like, Oh shit. Now they can't come to my restaurant. What do I do? How do I get a hold of them? And it was like, uh, I was like, that was the light switch for them to be like, you know what? I need a good website. I need to get on social media, whether I want to or not. It's something that I need to do in order to communicate with people. Yeah. It's amazing to me when I talk to business owners and restaurant owners and trying to figure out social media and trying to figure out everyone wants social media to be someone else's job. They want to pay <laughs> someone else to do it. Yeah. And the most uncomfortable thing, and that's not just for small business owners, but when I talk to tech companies that are trying to build out their sales team and build out their marketing teams and come up with a social strategy and a digital strategy, I mean, I look at all of them. I look at the engineers and go, hey, it's your fucking job. <laughs> it's your job. It's your job, Mr. CEO. It's your job, Mr. CFO. Like the companies that are winning, they're top of mind on all of these different yep. platforms because they're willing to share what pulls you out of bed. If your company pulls you out of bed, if you're so excited to work on whatever you're working on, whether that's owning a pizzeria, whether it's owning a barbecue shop, whether it's being a podcaster, whether it's being a consultant, whatever's pulling you out of the bed, if you can't share that online, you're missing a huge opportunity. 
I mean, it's unbelievable. You and I wouldn't connect if you didn't believe in social and storytelling the same way that I do. Right. That's the, the connection that we have is like where we have the same kind of philosophy on that. My new philosophy is I don't give a shit. Like, it's like, I don't, that's my new philosophy. I put something on Instagram stories the other day. It was like Queen Elizabeth giving people the finger. Yeah. And um, I was like, you know what? I used to, when I started this podcast, it was to kind of, first of all, when I started this podcast, it was because I was the operator who needed information from other pizzeria owners. That's yeah. the initial. And it somehow transitioned into me trying to convince pizzeria restaurant owners that they needed to get on social media. And over the last year, I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you don't get on social media. Like, yeah, I'm going to share what's working. And yeah. if you don't want to do it, my response is, okay. Like, I put something on Twitter and someone's like, ah, you you have to be all things. You're better off being great at a lot of things versus good. I'm like, good, do that. See how it works out for you. I don't care. I don't really care yeah, about your business or, like, if it works for you or not. Don't do it. I'm just sharing what I think and what I see working. You can take it or leave it. Yeah. And I think that... The powerful thing is that you start to see the trends yeah. and, you know, the thing for me, why we believe in digital hospitality, why we talk about it is just, there's never been a time where all this technology has literally right in our fingertips. It's right in our fucking fingertips. Yeah. Like people have built businesses since the beginning of time. Like people are great. Entrepreneurs are great business owners as hard as it is to convince anyone to believe in your business, your product or your idea. Like you've got to convince your significant others. You've got to convince investors, the bank, the community, employees. You got to recruit people. People are great in real life. Yeah. And those are a very few percent that are great that can actually execute. But then why can't you fucking do it for the phone? Because they're the afraid. Yeah. Center, the media center is right there. I don't know what happens to somebody when they like like you said, you could talk to somebody in person. Someone comes into your restaurant, you don't get all weird and awkward and be like hide behind somebody. You talk to them, right? Yes. All of a sudden, someone puts the phone up to them and says, "All right, do the same thing, but pretend that person is in there." And yes, it's something triggers in them, and they get all shy and weird, and they don't want to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's a fear of public speaking. It's a fear of looking stupid. It's a fear of sounding stupid. It's a fear of how you look. I mean, there's so much psychology that goes on behind why people are unwilling to literally go in selfie mode and give people access. Yeah. It's like, that's what it is. It's giving people access. You know, when I see your content and you bring me in, cause you've been to shows like now you're giving me access to somewhere that I'm not, maybe I wanted to go, maybe my schedule conflicted, but I'm like, if Bruce is there, I care about it because if he cares enough to be there, there's value to be had. Yeah. So whatever you can share, which you share using audio, video, written word and images, that's all the internet is. The problem is people put like, oh, it's TikTok. And now all of a sudden our mind goes, oh, that's a dancing app. That's right. for young kids. I shouldn't be there. Right. Oh, it's LinkedIn. That's a place for job recruiting. I'm not going to post any content there. Like we all have these ridiculous things that we do when we see the logo of a social media platform. That's so true. Right. It's like, well, Facebook, like right saying Facebook triggers whoever's listening to this podcast. <laughs> you think of something when I say Facebook, right? You think of something, how you feel about Instagram. How do you feel about Twitter? Like we all have these subjective feelings that have nothing to do with the actual reality of what's happening on the internet. That is like, so do true. You, do you want to be top of mind? If you want to be top of mind, start to share the things that pull you out of bed in the morning. Yeah. And you don't if have to get pull you out of bed. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Exactly. You got to You got to have a purpose for that. Why? Like, why are you doing all the things you're doing? Because life is short before you know it, it's going to be over. Yep. And I agree. I love what you're saying. And I, 
And I don't want people to get overwhelmed because you mentioned every social media platform, but you don't have to be on every social no. media platform. Pick the ones no. that you think your customers are and the ones that you connect with the most. Like I made it my goal this year. I'm going to focus on, I said, all right, what do I like to do? Like, yeah. what do I enjoy doing? And I said, all right, for 2020, my goal is I'm really going to focus on YouTube other than the podcast, YouTube, yep. TikTok, and Instagram, because I genuinely enjoy those three things, creating content for YouTube from the podcast like this, um, creating content for TikTok and consuming content on TikTok. And then Instagram, I think you can still get organic reach. And I genuinely kind of enjoy Instagram. I'm used to it. Yep. I've been doing it for a long time. I have a good size audience over there, so I can do that. Now I will be on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook, but I'm not concentrating on that. Correct. So I think you could do that as a, as a person who runs a business too, like pick a couple that you like to do and like go all in on them. Yeah. I mean, the way that we, we'd like to talk about it is just, it, it's a digital playground yeah. and you know, I have, like I said, I have small kids and when they learned how to walk, we took them to the playground. We take them, still take them to the playground, but like you go to the path of least resistance. Like right. what, what on the playground do you enjoy the most? Do you enjoy the slide? So go on the fucking slide, <laughs> right. you know, go yep. on the slide and continue to go on the slide. And then when you see some other kid using a different piece of equipment, you can go realize, Hey, it's kind of like the slide. It's not the same thing, but like, you know, it's a merry go round. I can go and do it. And it's like, all of it is a digital playground. Right. And when we get back to the storytelling, all it is, is audio. Are you good at talking? Cause talking, we're talking right now. This is a podcast. You can record audio. You can get on clubhouse. You can get on a stage. You can share your story. If you're good at audio, if you're good at talking on the phone, let's do it. If right. you're good at texting, hey, guess what? Twitter's there. Medium's there. Like, start writing. Start writing. Start writing on your own mobile-first website. Yep. Your thoughts and your ideas of what's happening in your community, what's happening in your business. Like, there's so many ways to start doing the things that you love to do and not making it, oh, I, have, I don't have the time. Because we all have the time to do the things that we care about. 100%. And I wish I could share my, if my office wasn't such a mess and there wasn't wires everywhere, I would turn my camera around because I have a whiteboard right over there. Turn it around. Yeah, Do right, it. I'll turn it around. Have, take the courage. There we go. Now we're talking. Yes. There it is. All right. So I have this little thing in the middle there. It says tweet. So my, here's what I'm going to do. I'm that's exclusive stuff right there. You get a podcaster to change his studio. Right? I've never, I've never done that before. That was the first time I've ever done that. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, so what I have there is like a wheel, right? And this is my philosophy on how I'm going to do marketing for, for me for 2022. And I'm just going to test this out and see how it goes. I have a thought. So what I, my Twitter process is have an experience, a thought, uh, an idea, a tip, a strategy. And I just kind of condense it into like a couple sentences and I tweet that out. If it does well, what I do is... I have a daily email. Well, not daily. It's like every other day that I send out. I really enjoy your emails, by the way. Thank if you, you guys are listening to this and you're not subscribed to the emails, go subscribe to the emails because you're doing yourself an injustice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so I write, if that works well on Twitter, I kind of do it into a little bit longer form email. And then what I do is I'll record that for a reel, a TikTok, and a YouTube short. And then if those do well, maybe I'll create a longer podcast. So it's really just one idea. That yeah. gets transformed into six or seven different pieces of content based on, and that content is based on where it's going to go. So it's not like you have to have thousands of pieces of content to create. It's really just like correct. one idea. That's correct. And back to the, you know, access. And I think access is just so important for people to understand. If you're a pizza owner, if you're a restaurant owner, if you're a small business owner, like you have a perspective and you have access to what no one else gets to see. 
we have the customer facing side of the of the business yeah. we have the business facing side the business owners that have the courage to share the kitchen to share the process to share the back office to share all the other things that go into making the front of the house work those are the ones that are winning online yeah especially you know what you know what's fascinating right now on tiktok sean on tiktok right when we stream this live on tiktok i have been sucked in to these live streams of people showing like a Friday night making pizzas in the kitchen. And it, like, all they do yes. is like place up a camera and it's just a live stream of the pizza makers. And before I know it, 20 minutes goes by and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I just been watching these people make pizzas in the kitchen on Friday night for 20 yes. minutes. Yes. But it's great. But, I love seeing it. That's, I mean, that's the, that's the world that we live in and the world that we live in, the master smokehouse that we're building, we're going to be live streaming all of our cooking. I love that. Like, why not? Why would we not do that? Why would we not give access to the people? Because eventually the technology will be there with social selling where somebody could go, I see that rack of ribs. I want that rack of, I want those two racks of ribs right there. And they're going to be able to order it and get delivered. Like literally picking it up off the live stream. Yeah. And I, that's, that's, that's where we are. I don't need to build that technology. It's already, it's already there. there. Yeah. I just need to give access to the internet and know that all I need is one person to care. I love, I would love to see that because I, not great at making barbecue, but I would love to see how you guys do it. Yeah. And that's what, that's literally what we started doing on, on Instagram, like on our Instagram for our, our Cali barbecue Instagram and our Cali barbecue TikTok. literally my instructions were one video a day, one reel a day, one TikTok a day. And all I want is you to give access to the process, all of it, all the secrets, everything that we make, our sides, our barbecue, our, how we prep it, how we pull it off all of it. And I don't care if the kitchen doesn't look, if the kitchen's messy, like show it all. Yeah. I love that. And but the more that we show it, the more that we've been growing. I mean, we've literally the organic reach by posting a reel of day has just been absolutely phenomenal. We started when I hired Samuel, who's a 22 year old that I actually got by posting a TikTok video. Did you really post the TikTok video, got seven DMS of literally qualified people to do smartphone storytelling for our business, hired this kid and from, the last three months, he's grown grown our account from three thousand to eighteen thousand uh, followers on Instagram. Wow! It's been like the the growth. I've never seen anything like it on the platform. Are you doing reels? All, we're all that's it. Yeah. Only a reel. Yeah, one reel fantastic. per day. Yep. That's it. That's the perfect strategy. And right now, see that that's the thing. You 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 realize like, hey, Instagram wants reels, so let's just create reels until they tell us they don't yes. want them anymore. That's correct. And that's it. That's it. It's not that hard. No, but like if you go on Instagram, see how many people aren't posting reels. See how many people aren't posting reels. How about people who email me and say, "What should I do on Instagram?" I say, "Post reels." The next week, I go look at their Instagram account, and there's seven photos. I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. I said, "Post reels." Of course, it's not working. Short form video. Yeah, short form. Vi give the internet what it wants. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, don't complain about platforms changing. Every platform yes. changes. Every business changes. Your business has gone up in price, has changed. Everything about it has changed and evolves over time. Same thing with these platforms. Like some will come, some will go, some will give you organic reach for free. And then maybe it, they'll ask you to pay a little bit of money. And then you just decide, well, how can I go around paying money? What can I do to create content that I won't have to pay money? If your content's good enough, it'll show it to people. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about what we talk about is you don't need a media team. Like literally everyone on your team already has the media center in their right. pocket. Everyone has 4k capability in their pocket. 
you can go live from you know the location of your pizza shop or the event that you're at because if you have the courage to do it it's scary every time i go live it's scary because i'm like is anyone even going to give a shit what if nobody comes on but like getting over that fear is literally what we have to do and consistently getting over that fear because that's how you build a community and these communities that we have i mean you and i you're on the other side of the country yeah i feel like you're a brother to me I'm like i can't believe that we podcasted two years ago <laughs> because i see because i, I see you multiple times throughout the week on different platforms sharing your story helping other people i'm like fuck yeah bruce is crushing it i feel the same way except on clubhouse on clubhouse i love clubhouse <laughs> i I'm know you love clubhouse i don't love clubhouse. i'm a huge i'm a huge on clubhouse i, I know love it. i know you you do a great job it's of it's pod, it's podcasting coming to life yeah the only thing i don't love about clubhouse is it's it just got too noisy right and it got too there is a lot of noise and it got too like you know what it was i love doing this like it, conversations with folks where we can just concentrate and do a conversation and yeah. i don't mind somebody asking a question but it came to a point where someone would come up on stage and there it, it would be a seven minute question. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, ask your question. I don't need what to know happened? your whole life story. Yeah. Just ask your question. That, Let's go. Yeah. I think the the key the key to Clubhouse is to be concise. Yeah. I had a I had a podcast guest on. He does a great job on Clubhouse, but he said the key to Clubhouse is to be consistent and to be concise. Who was that guest? Uh Steven Muschelski. Okay. So he runs a, a club at Actually, three thirty-eight in the morning every single day. Three thirty a.m. Three thirty-eight a.m. Well, that's six thirty-eight for me, so I might be able to make that one. You might be able to make that one. Yeah, he does a great job in the four thirteen experience. But uh, he was he was a guest on, and I, I think it's very valuable information because to be concise is what the internet wants. The internet doesn't want long form. Yeah. You know, it's hard to build a YouTube channel. Very. It's hard to build a podcast. You know, I know all the people that you've interviewed that are dominating on either one of those. It, it's hard and it's a lot of long, long hours, long years of figuring out the craft and figuring out yeah. what, what actually works. But what the internet, what you can do right now from listening to this episode is go, fuck it. I'm talking to my entire team today and everybody is going to be put on notice that short form video is the only thing we're focused on. That's perfect. I love that. That's it. Like if you take something away from this this podcast, go every single day we're gonna post a short video. Thanks to Bruce, thanks to Sean. I heard it. I'm inspired every fucking day. Well, thanks to Sean. One video. They don't today. need to hear it from me anymore. One video a day. That's it. Because you can give the internet yeah. what it wants. Yeah, Just that's what, what you're wants. doing, right? Yeah. Now, do you have two? Do you have? It's like having a. It's like having a pet. Like my dog needs to eat every day. Like, <laughs> right. Just feed the dog every day. Give right. the internet what it wants. Don't post some fucking Canva you know, graphic flyer about, you know, international tax day or whatever, some bullshit holiday it is. Pi Stop day. doing that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All, all of that. Don't all do of that. that's all yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Don't do that. Please don't oh, March do that. Madness. You're going to have a, you're going to, you're going to put a graphic for March Madness. Come on. Yeah. Be you're just wasting your time. Be better. Yeah. You're listening. If you're listening to this podcast, that's the thing I love about podcast listeners. People that actually consume content is like, you wouldn't do it if you didn't want to get better. Yeah. If you didn't want to be better, you wouldn't be here. You'd be out fucking off or complaining like the rest of the other business owners that don't want to improve their business or that don't believe the internet exists. Like doesn't believe that the internet's going to impact them. I've always done business this way. Well, <laughs> guess what? Business has changed. I love it. Do you have your own TikTok personally too? I do. Uh, Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. What do you share on that? Like things like we talked about on this podcast? Yeah, things I do podcast clips. I do stuff that you know, single videos, um, 
I test. Yeah. All kinds of different shit. That's what I do too. Food stuff, family stuff, business stuff, smartphone storytelling stuff, digital hospitality stuff. Test, test, test. What was your Instagram? What about Instagram? Is Instagram and TikTok the same handle? Yeah. Everything's, uh, for me, everything's at Sean P. Walchef on uh, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, all that fun stuff. And what about Cali Barbecue if they want to go check that out? At, at Cali BBQ. And you have a podcast. What's the name of the chair? Everybody, where can they go? Restaurant Influencers is the newest podcast. Um, that's with Entrepreneur Magazine and with Yelp. And then uh, Digital Hospitality is the OG podcast that we've been doing for five years. Restaurant Influencers, your new podcast. That is fantastic that you got connected yep. with Yelp and Entrepreneur Magazine for that, huh? Yeah, that was a big deal, you know, getting uh, getting a huge distribution channel like Entrepreneur Magazine to, I mean, they have shows with the founder of Netflix. And, yeah. um, it's it's a big deal for us and to have Toast believe in us and what we're trying to accomplish and interview, you know, people that are dominating online. It's literally everything that we talked about here, people that are not just run a great restaurant business, but they actually understand the online portion. So you know, whether they're doing phenomenal on TikTok or they're doing great writing blogs or they're doing great on Instagram, we want to hear those secrets because those the restaurant podcasts are out there. You can find the great restaurant operators, but who are really dominating the online space? You know, the people like Sam, the cooking guy that have 3 million YouTube subscribers yeah. that actually can you know that launch one. a product like a knife or whatever they're doing, they're able to add multiple streams as opposed to, you know, what we, how we traditionally try to scratch a few pennies together in, in the restaurant business. Uh, just to bring it full circle for people, I kind of want to just connect the dots here. So you have a barbecue restaurant. You use yes. Toast as your POS system. Correct. You've shared stories about Toast. Yes. With your audience. And then Toast recognized that. I mean, I'm obviously condensing it way down. And yes. now you do a podcast with Entrepreneur Magazine and Toast because of every piece of content you've done before that. So see how it all works, folks? It is exactly. It's funny because I got asked that question during, at MuirTech about, well, what's the ROI of, of sharing content about your technology partners? And I go, well, number one, I wouldn't be here speaking to you if I didn't have a Toast story or a Seven Shift story or a Yelp story or right. an Entrepreneur story. But I mean, literally toast, they have over 60,000 restaurants. Yeah. You know, they've been in business for nine years. We've only been with toast for since 2020, September of 2020, but because of content, because we're willing to do what other people are unwilling to do. And because we're a media company, because we podcast, because we blog, we develop such deep relationships with the humans, the leaders in that company that they felt out of all of these 60,000 restaurants, we were one of the 20 that got invited to their IPO on Wall Street. That's fantastic. Year. And it's like, and guess what we were doing when we were there? We had our smartphone out, my iPhone out, taking selfie videos with the CEO of Toast on the floor of the stock exchange, you know, all showing, giving people access, giving all the Toast employees, the thousands of employees that they have access to what was going on on Wall Street, giving access to all the other restaurant owners that are curious about Toast. Fantastic. Final question for you. Yes. What is your favorite social media platform at the moment? Favorite social media platform is TikTok. Is it? Yeah, it's it's so impressive what TikTok has done with the algorithms. I mean, the the fact that I love going on there and seeing stuff that's actually made for me about how to improve your TikTok account or yeah. how to improve your hospitality or or some food that people are making like 
it's made for me. And then I go to my wife's account and it's made for her. But the reach that you can get on TikTok and more important than the reach or more important than what's being curated to me is it's it forces you to be uncomfortable to give the internet what the internet wants. And literally that works on Instagram, that works on YouTube shorts, that works on Facebook. It actually works on LinkedIn. LinkedIn does a much better job when you post a short form video on LinkedIn than posting just a static post. Um, people want to see video. Video is so powerful. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. Sean, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, whether it's on a podcast or not on a podcast, maybe sometimes in Clubhouse. But uh, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Just finally ask, if I could ask you, just share again where people can go say hello to you if they need some help or if they have a question after this show, where should they go? Absolutely. Uh, you can reach out to me, Sean, S-H-A-W-N, at CaliBBQ.media. Uh, you can just Google my name and see all the content. I suggest you set up a Google alert for yourself and for your business. Good tip. Because that will inspire you to create more digital content. Um, it's very important to understand that if you sell pizza in Boston and you put in a Google alert for pizza in Boston, I guarantee you'll get a Google alert every single day. But um, hopefully your brand starts to show up. And that's uh, that's what content will do. It won't happen overnight. We're not looking for viral videos. We're looking for consistency. Right. So are you willing to consistently be uncomfortable? If you are, um, we're more than happy to, to reach out and help in any way we can. And uh, thank you, Bruce. Appreciate you, man. One video a day. That's what Sean says. One, One video, video a, day. a day. That's all you got to do. All right, Sean. Thank you so much. Don't go anywhere, but it was great talking to you on the podcast, my friend. Thanks to Sean for joining me on the podcast. Like I mentioned, go over to thebruceirving.com. All the show notes will be there for you. Sean's TikTok, his Instagram, his business. You can check out what he's doing with the ghost kitchens, all that good stuff. If you have a question, you can follow me on Instagram at thebruceirving, or you can contact us by going to the website, thebruceirving.com. There's a contact form there. Fill it out. It'll get sent to me. I'll check it out, and I'll give you a shout back, either through email or maybe a DM on your Instagram. Also, if you could leave me a review, that would be fantastic. I appreciate all the reviews. Helps the show grow. And it motivates me to bring you more of these Marketing Club podcasts. So if you haven't yet, hit that review button. Leave me a five-star review on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Very much appreciated on my end. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast, and we'll see you next time.